Shut up and sit down. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. I'm just glad that it happens in a vacuum. Can't let them see me with my pants down. Coasters Magazine is gonna be my big chance now, but I'll be out of here in no I think I'm gonna be sick. I'm You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Thank you for your time and enjoy the show. That was a little soft. I'll do better next week. Hi, and welcome back to the Dialed Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am here today with... Lance Epler. Lance Romance. Oh. Here I am, ready to roll. Okay. That was way too much energy. So <laughs> yes. I think I'm done. So Lance, one of the um one of the guys that I run with, uh, Vern, you, you probably know um him, but he was like, Why do you guys pick on Lance? <laughs> yeah. He's We're been, picking on Lance. Like, yeah, just like a random guy that I'm I work building with. him up this whole time. And I'm like I'm like, well, no, Lance does it himself. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not pick on that? <laughs> Lance, it's Lance Romance. He does it himself. Does so himself. I do think it's, you know, I think yeah. it's a great. Your introduction is fantastic. It's glorious. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and we have Evan Price and, back in studio. And equally bad, as good as Lance's. How is it going? <laughs> what is up? Yes. And of course, last but not least, Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, online, in the webs. <laughs> Interwebs. 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 Yeah. And I am Jake Von During. Um, yeah. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't compare to any of that stuff. Um, let's get started with our weekly backpedal, guys. How was this past week? Um, I know Evan had kind of a cool week, so yeah. I'm going to save you for last this okay. week. Um, Start with me, man. I have nothing. <laughs> myself and matt man we are yeah. two peas in the pod lance has always got some good stories so let's go ahead we'll start yeah. with matt no i mean it's not bad it's just that like i've been i feel like i'm like kind of getting into that you guys all can probably relate to this where it's like you're getting in good training you're doing good stuff it's just not exciting it's like yeah it's, it's okay like you know you slam the you slam the tea mug down and you're like <laughs> you you know, I like I'm thinking I'm like, well, I'd had a really insane uh, workout on. I got a new Wahoo kicker, made a YouTube video about it, and did like some insane workout on there, and felt like I was just I felt sick afterwards, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like when you're like you're stomach out of shape. sick or like like, just, like I went too hard sick. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew I went too hard, so it, the workout was like um, it's like kind of over under stuff actually. Oh, the over under. Yeah. So Evan stopped by yeah. my house in the middle of it, and I was fine because I had only gone through the first set, and he it was, was like, very sweaty. I was sweaty. sweaty. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's basically like um, normal thing is like thirty minutes of like you know over and under, and it's not really FTP. It's still slightly under that kind of sweet spot training stuff. 
So 30 minutes, and then you take a little bit of a break, and then a, a spike, and then you do a, another 30 minutes. Um, but this one, I was like, all right, I need a little bit more volume. I'm going to go through it three times, and then you, know, you select the workout or whatever it is. And so Evan did stop in the middle and caught me like nice and sweaty, but I was fine at that point, not sick. <laughs> and uh, I started back up and then got in, you know, got through the second set, and I was like, ooh, that's tough, all right? Like third set, let's do it, let's do it. Third set, you know, you amp yourself up a little bit. And I got into it and i was like wait a minute it's not 30 the last one's not 30 minutes it's 40 minutes it's like oh, the, like a little <laughs> like slap in the tail right when it's like you are already down you're gonna be out and i i it was a bad i was in a bad place and i um went to soccer you know kids soccer games afterwards and i felt really sick like i was <laughs> i was just like you know i was just watching the soccer game like this just like holding my head but a lot of it's right because when you're out of shape you can still push yourself pretty hard yeah. but you pay the price right like that, we've all yes. we've talked about this on yes. this podcast before where it's like you can do things out of shape that you shouldn't you just pay the pay the piper right yeah. so so anyway so i've had a whole bunch of good workouts and stuff like that the stuff that i need to be doing I feel like I'm doing, but it's not exciting. It's not like I'm, you know, like climbing mountains or anything like that. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, no racing, just like yeah. hitting the kicker core a couple times, running a little bit, um, and, and swimming a lot. So it's not exciting of a backpedal, not much of a backpedal <laughs> there for sure. It's okay. Welcome to my world. Yeah. It's the, yeah. the long off season grind here. Right. And this, this is the I beginning mean, of it. This yeah. is the beginning. Yeah. And this yep. is kind of what it's going to be. You guys are probably going to, you know, don't, don't, you know, unsubscribe to our podcast. Like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna have, to I'm find gonna have but to this is where we get to talk about the fun stuff, yeah, like well, things we don't get to talk about during the season. Yeah, the grind. I'll still yeah. have stuff, man. Uh, don't know. worry. Don't Lance, worry. Will, Lance races year round. <laughs> you're, so. you're Lance Romance. You're, I'm Lance Romance. You're Lance Romance. You're gonna have stories that go for for days. Okay, that's it for my back battle. All right, excellent, Lance. How was your week, man? My week was uh. Anticlimactic, <laughs> anti-glorious, anti-glorious. An oh no, it really wasn't that bad. I did race a few times. I raced three times this week. Uh, Tuesday, I did the Portland Trophy Cup cyclocross okay. race. Um, I did decide to race the Masters um, one-two okay. division, and I just got smoked. So, for a little bit of people, you know, for folks that are just tuning in, and this is your first time listening to the podcast, Lance, uh, really just like either last week or the week before, just got bumped up to the one twos. Forcefully yeah. bumped up. Well, yeah. right. So, to the, yes, two, but you race one twos pros, basically, yeah. or, you know, Masters one twos. Right. So, the big boys, big boy pants. Yeah. And the week before, I had gotten a really good start and actually yeah. finished second and was super happy. Crazy. But not this week. Okay. I, I mm -hmm. just did not get a good start. And boom, man, they went away from me. I think I was like ninth out of 20 or something like okay. that. So mid-pack. Still, that's yeah. still not bad. Still a lot of fun. Still was like just hammering out there, having a great time. So that was good. Wednesday night, I went to Blind Date at the Dairy, which is another cyclocross race series. Yeah. And in that in that race, they actually have a 2-3 a Masters division, and not every race has a 2-3 yeah. Masters division. So that's right. Nice. That's yeah. perfect for me. Got a great start. Got it was a seven lap race or something like that. Half a lap in, I flatted. Oh, blew man. up my front tire. Did yeah. you hit? Did you hit something? Or? Yeah, there was a Drop. there's a there's a curb right. that you kind of have to bunny hop that okay. we do every single lap. So I've done it thirty times, right. and um, I was in fourth place. So I was in a good position, and I was right on a guy's wheel, and I mistimed it. Yeah, it, it was all it's dark. 
right. So right. I flatted, and then I cussed loudly <laughs> 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 because that was a long way from the pit and decided uh, this night is over. So okay. I walked to my truck and threw my bike in the truck and drove home. Well, that's took his nice bike and went home. Yeah. <laughs> I took my bike and <laughs> out of here. I'm not playing Stupid with you guys. <laughs> bike, tire, uh, blew out. Well, that's the thing. nice thing about racing, like eight times a week or however much you're racing. It's always another race. You're like, yeah. this one didn't work out. I can do, you know, another one tomorrow or tomorrow right. morning and then tomorrow evening, right? That's how you go with your racing. So Saturday, there was another race. Yeah. Um, it was called Ningkrasi. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. uh, out of the Washougal motocross track, and it's part of the Grand Prix Carl Decker race. It's a local favorite. Yeah, it's a local sure. favorite. Yep. It's, it's a great race, good turnout, lots of people there. I raced... This time I decided not to race the Masters 1-2 race. I raced the Open 2-3 okay. race. So I'm racing the 13-year-olds who are super fast and, fast kids. and all the 20-somethings that have 200 beat per minute heart rate, <laughs> <heart> rates, <laughs> which I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of fun. But um, the... the uh, the race right before ours, it was like dry all morning, and then it dumped for like 25 minutes, okay. and the course just just mudded out, just yeah. slick as snot. So it completely changed. So oh. like all the lap times from the early like right. Cat 5, Cat 4 racers were Super really nice. fast, and then all the 2-3, <laughs> and, and the 1-2 lap times were super slow because it just oh yeah totally and, and slicked up do you have time to change tire selection or do you because unless you have different wheels with different tires yeah which i don't what which were you riding me with you wise um i had schwalbe x1s on okay. which are not really that good of a mud tire right mm-hmm. but because my other tires kept burping right um i i the, the i'm running tubeless and because they kept burping I decided to take those tires off my bike and put on the uh, Schwalbe's that fit my rims better and don't burp as much. So I went mm-hmm. with the non-flat ones that don't have as much traction. Okay, good which, choice, good choice. I don't know if it's a good choice or not. No, I spun no, out. choice. I, sp- <laughs> I, I never crashed. Actually, for that situation, very bad choice. You never crashed, you spun out. I never crashed, but I spun out yeah. a few times where it just had you know no traction. Well, so... so what tire pressure were you running there? I I, like went with, I also went with higher tire pressure so okay. that I wouldn't flat. Okay. Also a poor choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is, I, was, I was about to say, you go, what, was, when, when, what, what are their width? They're 33s. Like 33s, that's yeah. okay. So, so I have a question for you. So you're you're our buddy that has like bikes you know, coming out of your ears. Yeah. I'm surprised that you don't have a, just a separate pair of tires that are ready to go for when the rain hits like that or a whole separate bike. Yeah, because that's how you roll. I I I could. I I just even if you didn't, but <laughs> but you also failed. Yes, so, I should. I so, don't. Yes, I should. I. But don't. you have you have that, and then you also have a hundred teammates or something ridiculous that you could just swap out wheels. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people there, but it's surprising. It's it's hard to get a set of wheels yeah. that have the same skewer. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh. and and that not, and that have the same um, diameter of disc brake. So yeah. it this has is to the, have the same. This disc is the problem break. with disc brake, yes. right? I mean, it's it's like everyone f- I feel like is kind of decided. Yeah, disc brakes the way to go. I mean, obviously <clears> in cyclocross, <throat> but it's like they need consistency. Yeah, 
So you tend to see it's starting to come it, around. It's getting there. Yeah, should, you see more yeah. consistency in the road and the cross and the mountain, and yeah. you, you're not going to be able to cross pollinate between those very but with easily. But with teammates, I bet he could have yeah. been like, "Hey, anyone got any great knobby? Yeah, knobby it tires? Just, it didn't happen. Yeah, whatever. I just rode on the other ones. I, I didn't go down. I was okay. I was like 13th out of 40 guys or something. It's like okay. That. He's got like 80 more races this yeah. off this yeah. season, so yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my racing week. Nice. I did get to go ride with my wife, which yes. was fantastic. We got out for 30 or 40 miles one day. So I saw you on the road, and I did not run you over. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I w- didn't look too embarrassing out there. With uh, I, mean, I didn't go that far, but, yeah. you know. And then I, I also just came from a doctor's appointment. Uh, it was a follow-up visit from my back surgery a year ago, and um, he says that I'm uh, irreparably broken. There you go. Who's talking about like your mental, head, your yeah. mental my state? Mental, right. My mental state is ear your, back, your back's fine. Fi- your back's fine. Your back's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he actually said he's never seen somebody yeah. with drop foot that has been able to perform the way I have yeah. and, and has recovered the way I have, even though my drop foot has not resolved. I still have drop foot on my right side. I don't think it's going to come back. Um, he doesn't think it's going to come back either. There's nothing really more we can do. So, but um, it, he was he was like super happy of just where I was at. So, yeah. I can't. Complain. He said ride more. How about that? Did he really? Yeah. He is said that a keep script? riding. Is that an actual like, script from, yes, script. <laughs> um, from the surgeon? Yes. The problem is there's yeah. only so much time of the day. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's like that's you right. got to sleep at some point. That's my whole week. That's it. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. That sounds. Glorious. Yeah, it was glorious. <laughs> Were you a little bit sick too? Uh, I've been fighting a cold all week, oh. which probably didn't help with yeah. the racing because I still went and raced. Yeah, but yeah, best thing for a cold. I think Evan's been fighting something too, but Evan had a pretty cool week. A little, little bit oh. different than yeah. what I was fighting <laughs> from Lance. Oh, yeah. right. You got to go hang out at Interbike, and the you got to have your own. Counts. Yeah, you got to have your own booth there too. That's yes, uh, not that something cool. too many people get to say. Tell us about your past week, Evan. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I was in Reno, Nevada, for the Interbike conference, as Jake just said, and uh, I was with my company, Edge Cycling Technologies. We were unveiling our new, uh, fully patented saddle now. So, uh, you know, it's, it was, I think like almost a year and a half now of like total work has been put into kind of unveiling it at this point now shipping out our final saddles. That's cool. So, um, it's, it's, it was a ton of fun going there and being around. We were at a booth right next to Tailwind Nutrition. Oh yeah. Noon, um, Cliff Bar, you know, right next to the Wahoo tent too. Uh, just just an awesome like area um at interbike it was surprising some of the bigger bike companies weren't there this year hmm. so you didn't see like giant trek specialized the reason being is they'll have their own like conferences now basically you know they yeah. people go to see their new products they don't need to go to these type of conferences well, trek anymore. does something in wisconsin and they have yes. a cyclocross race they did and they i don't remember if they call it trek world or i can't remember what they call it the cross yeah. cup the, the cross, trek cup. cross mm-hmm. cup well yeah. that's a, the race that they have but they also have like their trek conference oh, yeah they have a yeah. conference but i don't remember it. what they call it yeah. 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 yeah so so i didn't get to see like what's the next big cool thing that specialized or trek is coming out with but i think trek's gonna announce something on thursday this podcast comes out on wednesday Ooh, i don't know we'll, we'll have see. to talk about that next yeah, time we're yeah, here right? yeah we'll see we'll see i don't know but i did get to see something really cool okay that, so uh there's a ollie light company that just came out with a magnesium road bike right. and the magnesium road bike is 
kind of an interesting idea. So there was the heyday of like when everything was going titanium for a bit. Right. And this, so magnesium comes from the, um, more the era, the aeronautic sort of world. They've right. been using it as a material there for a while. And now it's, I think like a lot of things, they kind of, you know, a couple engineers bring it into the cycling world and they see how it works. So we're going to, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if that becomes like your higher end. I mean, it's a very durable substance. Yeah. It can get light, but it's not like, it's not like mind blowingly light or anything stiff. like that. It, stiff, it is yeah. stiff. Yeah. It's very responsive too. Stiff, I think too. Supposedly yeah. stiff. It's definitely expensive, but yeah, but it, they, so it's like, I did not look at ma- the price range. different types of magnesium. And this is some sort of like super durable magnesium that they use for, um, <clears throat> rocket sh- engineering yeah. type stuff. It yeah. comes from like NASA basically, you know? And so, but then, cause magnesium typically is like super flammable, right? <laughs> like we all played with it, play with that in chemistry yes, class. I you, do. Can like, you can burn a hole in, you know, right. any right. it would be the thing that like turns out like white flame too yeah, when it yeah, lights, yeah. doesn't it? Super yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I'm, I'm the thing that I think is, in, it's hard. It's like the shaping of tubes these days is yeah, they do that's that? yeah. So Does that make it more expensive. The I, I don't think they process. can do it. I mean, if you look at that, titanium that bikes, process would be very expensive. Yeah. I'd imagine if you look at titanium yeah. bikes, right. Where it's like, you know, they're awesome. I think they're great. I think all of us should consider a titanium bike, like just because super mm-hmm. durable, still light. Like yeah. there's just great things about it. Very good ride, like a stiff, you know, a stiff bike ride, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think we should all consider titanium. At the same time, it's not gonna be the fastest bike because aero road bikes are yep. so fast these days and it's yep. the shape of the tubes. And carbon yep. is so much cheaper to manufacture mm-hmm. than the titanium. Yeah. That's why carbon bikes have yep. exploded, even though it's not as durable. Right. But they're just exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you risk snapping it every single time you yeah. hit, the, hit yeah. the ground. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The durability thing is yeah. why I think that we should, you know, yeah. look at some of the different materials. We, we aluminum actually, is a little. I still love finicky. aluminum. I still love aluminum too, but, but it's yeah. a li- you know, I mean, it can, you can dent it and yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. just. I think, I don't, I mean, I liked my aluminum bikes. I have a steel bike, which is awesome. It's mm-hmm. just like, I just feel like, you know, I'm not scared of that bike yeah. getting crashed or whatever. Yeah. Like the kids are in the garage is my, Things my normal thing. Like, yeah. My kids are going to destroy stuff. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, go, going back to the, the titanium, yeah. it was, it was interesting oh, when, cause we had a lot of, so Interbike has opened up to all retailers. So I was basically, <laughs> I was, I was basically a salesman all day, which as Lance knows, most people in the medical world, like, (laughs) like Lance is a rare bird in the medical world. He's a great salesman too. And like likable person, medical world, people aren't great at being salesmen. So I had to kind of, I had to, I had to wear (laughs) a different hat, which was fun though, because I talked to a ton of bike fitters and I, and I really like our saddle because I think it very much works well with the time trial position, sitting your pelvis in a position where it needs to be and allows it to rotate. So being able to like talk to the bike fitters through right. that was really cool because some of these retail guys were guys who were bike fitters at their shop. Right. So, you know, we'd sit there and nerd out and we didn't really mean to do this, but the saddle ended up being very light for its price. So we, we, yeah. we have titanium rails. It's a 180 gram saddle, I know, that's which one. I didn't, I mean, really, we did not mean to do like, we kind of just stumbled upon, Oh wow. This with this construction is really, really light. It's really, yeah. That's one of my favorite things nice. about it is how yeah. lean it is. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's it, that, that the original prototypes were not that way, but as we right. skinnied it down and, you know, went through some feedback, it was great going there and seeing people look at the sound be like, this is a really like sleek looking saddle. Yeah. And it was, you know, I mean, it's not your, 
I think there's, I've seen a couple sales out there now. They're like a hundred grams, but you're paying right. $700 for that. Our sale was $150 retail. You're paying like 500 bucks less yeah. for. Yeah. Right. And what's, what's 80 grams like we were talking about. Yeah. Nobody would I mean, be able to, t- I mean, 80 so, grams. So good response. Lots of people interested. Yeah. And yeah. There was probably several other saddle type things there. We were actually set right up next to another saddle, uh, by saddle, which is an adjustable saddle. Um, I'll save my opinion on that for another time, but it, um, we, we had done a lot of research going into the conference on our competition and some of just the re the history of research on saddles in general. And so the, the cutout portion of saddles, and we, we've all seen that the, the cutout down the middle, yeah. whether it's an Adamo saddle, a Cobb saddle, a Sella right. saddle, um, that was done off some very shoddy research that said, oh, it decreases pressure to the perineum or your special area. And what what they actually found is that was a 10-person study that had no follow-up. So very, and anybody who looks at medical research knows if you have a 10-person study, that's like a suggestion. That's <laughs> right. like, what's the power of this study? Nah, you know, it's, <laughs> it says it could work. Same, same power as that I put out on the bike. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of power. And it, it's a lot of power. And if, and, and, and if you think about the, those cutouts, it's actually putting a lot of pressure on where that neurovascular bundle actually shoots out from. If, if you imagine if you're sitting on more surface area in that region, instead of two rails, basically, yeah. you're going to be putting less pressure per square. Let's go with centimeter for yeah, the sake yeah, of yeah. it. It just, I mean, that's just common physics right there, but it was cool being able to explain that now directly to retailers mm-hmm. and then them kind of looking and be like, Oh yeah. Okay. This design actually makes more sense than a cutout. So, yeah, I mean, we kind of had to be, uh, our own salesman. I mean, no other company there had their three owners right at their bo- booth. It was marketing people. Yeah. Just marketing people. So yeah. like we were actually the physical therapist that designed the saddle. So we were able to stand there and defend it, I guess, yeah. as yeah. opposed to, you it's, know, we'd have other yeah. people come over and be like, oh, did you see Sella's new saddle? And then we go over there and like try and talk shop with them. And they just <laughs> did not want any of it. They did right. not want to have to discuss that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know, just having like you guys be owners and there. I think a lot of the marketing people that are there, they maybe get burned out on yeah. the conference scenes. Right. Yeah. You know, except so. for the tailwind guys, cool. those guys were so cool. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're like one of their head marketer guys was yeah. there. Super, super nice guy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at trying a new nutrition product, tailwind's pretty cool. I haven't tried their stuff at all. Very good. So, I like, yeah. I like, new, I like tailwind a little, quite yeah. a bit, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, on a small 30 second side note, I got food poisoning. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh boy. As I was talking. So th- this was my what, off season. What's the guilty? Was it, was it, um, here's, here's what. It? Sushi. Oh God, no, no, no! It was not. Just, just for back a little bit of back. You know, Jake's uh, pre-race meal is yeah. sushi, which I think is a horrible idea. But it's Jake, excellent. Jake's, Jake's yearly sushi yeah, consumption no. is before any big, big, before any big race, he goes for sushi. Which, but it was not no. sushi. No, I should have had sushi. Maybe. It was so. Anything but what you had, we we tried to narrow it down. I don't think it was the food. Okay. I had. I will not say the brewery, because in case we have Reno listeners, but. I had a peanut butter stout and I mean, granted I hadn't drank anything in like the last three months basically. And that peanut butter stout did not sit well with me almost immediately and kind of had to pour out the rest. And then we're talking minutes later, Lance, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to look at Lance by saying this. I was in the bathroom 20 to 30 times in one night. 
in one night. That is terrible. Now, are you placing blame on said stout, or do you think it was something that was already in you and that was just like the trigger that, that kind yeah. of set we, it off? But so the guy who did not get sick, so two of the guys oh, in our no. room got sick. One guy did not. We all ate the same thing, except that guy did not have a peanut butter stout, who was fine. Huh. Interesting. That is not good for that brewery. Stop we did, drinking beer. We did some cross analysis. <laughs> well, I was so, so, so <laughs> I was joking with my friends. I I have a two week off season. My two week off season is now done. Today was my first day back to real training, and I'm six months now to my first race. So nothing but training till then. I spent my entire off season dehydrating <laughs> and and withering away. Usually I put on a good 15, 20 pounds and enjoy my off season. Now I'm like right at race weight again and, and lost a hundred Watts. Like it was terrible. I'm one good stomach flew away from my goal weight. That's that was everybody's, that was everybody's comment. I was like, I no, you do not want to go through that. It's not worth it. It was terrible. <laughs> Curled up on the bathroom floor. Oh, man. Sitting up was hard overnight. Like, I go to sit up and be that, like, nope. That brewery needs to know about the situation because oh, they need to pull man. that beer immediately. I mean, something yeah. bad. We actually went to that brewery again to watch the Browns game that night. Um, I watched somebody order the peanut butter stout, yeah. and I it I wanted to. I I am gonna regret <laughs> not saying something because that poor person probably had something happen to him. Well, you should call the brewery and just talk to him and say like, you know, has has anyone else called you know called yeah. and said they were sick? Because we think it was probably from the cans. The cans. People were saying sometimes when they can that stuff, those cans will sit out for a little bit. So, of course, my, my buddy was like, I bet a rat went and defecated uh, in there. Cool. And then you just ate that. So it's like wonderful. Anyhow. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's move on. This is getting. Okay. So, Has everybody lost their lunch more. already? Go tell ahead. me more. Tell me we're, more. We're moving on. That's enough bad. <laughs> oh. Okay. So that was Jake. Do you want to talk about your, your back pedal? Uh, it's just more of the same, man. You guys don't want to hear what happens. No, 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 no. He's no, back. No. I'm not. I'm He's not back to riding up, on I'm the Wahoo. Up any of that crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. You got on the trainer. I did. I, and I think I mentioned that last week. I I put in a solid week. I mean, it was pedestrian by my normal yeah. training week. I think I finished with like six and a half or seven hours of tra- training last week That's on the trainer, huge. which is good. You know. Um, my first ride out, I was telling Evan about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of wanted to get a baseline on where I was at. I'm not going to go out full on like race mode on this thing, but I wanted to get a good baseline as to where I was at. So I did a free ride and I was on Zwift and it was their Watopia for those who use Zwift and know what I'm talking about. And so there's the, the mountain route that I would like to do. And it's basically just kind of like a little 20 mile ish, um, mm-hmm. little circuit that I'll do. And then there's a, a climb in there called Epic. So I kind of went hard up Epic the first time I went up it, and I kind of did a, um, the first 20 miles a little bit harder just to get a baseline, just to kind of see where I was at and have something that I can compare as I was going. So um, went through the the rest of the week and did um, four structure training days, did a recovery ride, took a day off, and then came back and did another same 20-mile circuit, and I was able to shave four minutes off my what? epic climb time. And four minutes? <laughs> and I was able to uh, shave, I think it was 11 mm. or 12 minutes off the, the 20 miles. This, so. this makes me so mad because, uh-huh. like, you know, he's already gonna, s- once he's back, he's going to gain I'm, that fitness back quick. I'm already <laughs> seeing, well, like, I'm, I, there, I was hoping there was going to be this this point in time where, like, we could ride together and you wouldn't <laughs> just destroy me. Trust me. You have and, a two-week window. You better know, start it's, now, Matt. Uh, These times are still it, very pedestrian. But, I have a long ways to go but it's just like this it's you know and, and this should be the takeaway from our listeners it's like the structured training right you don't have to bang you don't have to bang the microphone this <laughs> i'm trying like, to hide the, this angry this about tea it. cup from no coffee like, cup from the, the i feel like it's like the structured training and when it, when you guys put it together it's like man 
you get so much faster so quick. Yeah. So I've got a like a little ten week program that I'm embarking on. Okay. I'm hoping to get myself fit so that I can ride outside before the year is up. I don't know if that'll happen. I will find out a lot more tomorrow though. I go to the doctor tomorrow. Oh, wow. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And I hope like I can't even begin to tell you how much I hope I am uh, basically told that I don't have to wear the shoulder immobilizer. I take it off just to do my elbow straightening exercises and to do my pendulums, just the stuff that the doctor tells me. Um, and I'm taking advantage of said time right now. But um, God, I hate that thing. I want to take it off so bad. I'm trying to, I'm trying to burn find a tactful way to say it. We should have a burn party. Yeah. Or we all ride our bikes over it together or something. So, anyway, so yeah, I, I put together a, a week of training and I got started back at it again last night and did uh, the first day of week two. And I'll um, my weeks are starting on Sundays. I, I don't know why. That's just where they're going to start. And I'm going to just rinse and repeat and keep doing the same thing and um, keep um, seeing how it grows. Uh, yeah. I, I, the riding on the trainer is so uncomfortable for me, but yeah. I, it's the, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. It's um, I, it makes me feel good once I get off. But once nice. I'm on there and riding, um, the first like, 15 minutes is just like holy hell, this is uncomfortable. Your sits bones hurts because of the way that you're sitting on there. You can't find a comfort spot, but you know that in in, in the grand scheme of things, it's going to pay dividends down the road, which yeah. it's already doing. So. And then uh, aside from that, um, just you know, went out and played soccer. Dad, I had to miss the Nincrossi race. I really wanted to get out and do that, but my daughter, uh, who is so much fun to watch, had a doubleheader. She had a, um, an 11 o'clock game and a 2 o'clock game. I originally thought it was 12 and 3, and like maybe I could sneak out there, but it actually ended up being yeah. 11 and 2. So, um, yeah, I had to miss watching the, the team race, and but I did get to watch some awesome soccer. It's all good. Yeah, family soccer first, first, man. Mm-hmm. Daughter put, I think, five soccer or six goals in the net. So what? Was what? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little, gonna, a little hellion out there on the, the soccer field um so yeah that that was my week not much else to report so um guys there's something that i didn't put on the list for what we need to uh talk about this week and it's uh, the regroup um and oh, i yeah. say that because we actually had two people inquire with questions for us oh, oh cool. yeah and i, oh, I saw one of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so um let's start with the first one and last week i well um let's see here i kind of <laughs> lamented a little bit about like the cross structure setup in terms of like when they have the, why the, the why the elite race is at the very end, end of the day oh, yeah. when nobody's there day. watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I got an, uh, a message from David Bussey on our uh, podcast uh, Facebook page. And he basically explained to me because I'm somewhat new to the area and I'm somewhat new to cross. So I didn't, didn't know how the, the structure used to be. And they used to have the elites race more towards the middle of the day and more people would stick around and watch them. And then he basically went on to say that the A race was a bit earlier in the day. The final race of the day were the sp- single speeds and the cat B men. Now, uh, rewind a couple of years. They used to categorize everybody cat A, B, C. A, B, and C, C. That's it. And then there was an elite at the top of that, yes, or something like that. So, um, and then they changed that to kind of fall in line with all of the the categorization, like road. So now it's cat one, two, three, four, five. Four, five. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the cat, the 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 A race was a bit earlier in the day, and the final race of the day were the single speeds and the cat B men, and they basically were seeing about ninety percent of the spectators leaving after the A race, and the there was basically a dead final race. So. Um, and then he said, I believe more of the attention, um, having it on the, they, they were basically saying that they thought that more people would stick around to watch the elites and keep people there for a longer period of time. I just don't see that happening. I see it being probably even quieter than it was before. Yeah, that's tough. It's, I mean, that's kind of feel, you kind of feel like there's a no win situation there where it's like, I don't know, you, 
a lot of the other, you know, there's still races that are at the end too that I feel, you know, like I feel like it's like there's like older women's race and stuff like that that's at the end typically. I just feel like there's not, you know, you have all, there's no one that wants to stick around at two o'clock. Everyone wants to get out of there and be done after they've been out been in the rain at, for, you know, eight thirty or nine o'clock in the morning. Start at eight thirty and it's it's yeah. cold and rainy or whatever. People yeah. want to take off. So, yeah. well, I mean, what race? Wouldn't you put it at make the end? sense though if you want to get more people excited about the sport put your your least attended your least um i don't know, watched or i don't know whatever race like first in the day and those people are going to stick around after their race and possibly watch like the the elites come out race mm-hmm. and then you know th- they're going to be right there smack in the middle of the day and then the most attended put them towards the end of the day they're going to show up a little bit early because they're going to want to warm up and maybe watch the races i think you're just going to have better coverage of the whole event i'm, I'm going to stand by that and say that i think that that's and and that would give people travel time too yeah. So, so if you have, you know, all, all your cat three, fours, whatever, if that's a little bit later in the day, yeah. then maybe you can get some people coming down from like Seattle for the race and they don't sure. have to wake up at 4.30 sure. a.m. Yeah. to get there, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I can definitely see where they're coming from. Having the big show be at the end could keep people around, you know, if, if we really believe that it's a big show. You know, the elite racing. I mean, it is a big show, but I just don't it think is. people stick around to watch it. I right. just don't. Don't so, but I mean, you know, I mean, so like you would do the same thing in any sporting event, right? Where you, you know, like in a boxing match, right? You don't have, you, you, you have all these different like matches or whatever, but the last one is the one that people are paying for. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't have that one at the beginning, you know, because no is, one's going to stick around and watch the. This is where um, I was just reading cycling news and they had a, an, an, an article kind of talking about yeah. how more cyclists are now starting to kind of at the elite level brand themselves instead of using teams because the team structure is starting to like slowly fail over time. Hmm. And I think there's, there's something to be said for like the teams cyclocross itself, road cycling itself. You just need to advertise the elite races better. You need to create like more characters, like, you know, regionally create more characters. I mean, like why do we go watch NBA games? Right. You know, I mean, you, you go to watch LeBron James play. Right, you go yeah. to watch Dwayne Wade play. Yeah. You, you know? connect. You connect with individual exactly. people. Exactly. Well, yeah. right. Just yeah. think about you know, I mean, Chris Froome aside, what's the biggest name in cycling? Yeah, that Peter, that Peter way Sagan, people right? would Peter, know. Peter Sagan. That Peter guy Sagan, has yeah. branded himself, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's got a personality doesn't, to boot. Doesn't but, matter what team he's on. Yeah, yeah. The, it, that's the so real truth. I mean, Sagan yeah. could drop off teams in general. I would actually love to see him do that race himself just for race. a year. Yeah. There are, there, there are guys on the way. continental scene that actually do that. They, they do not race for a team. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a couple Red Bull sponsored guys that do that. Uh, well, yeah. a lot of his sprint stuff, he's got to have a team. He, he kind of no, operates he, outside of the no, team when he sprints. He does. He, does. he, does. he freelance sprints. He's yeah. Very savvy. I mean, yeah. there's only like one guy in a generation that can do that yeah. Yeah. at that level. But yeah. yeah. Other, so other anyway, topic. I just thought that that was kind of interesting. I think that that's a topic that needs to be talked about a little bit more. And I think that it could make cyclocross a little bit more fun, interesting. And I think we would have more people to come out and watch if it was set up a little bit more mm-hmm. um, along the lines of like really showcasing your, your best riders as opposed to yeah. people just not having a chance. Like I think everybody should go out and watch the best because that's how you're going to learn. That's what's going to make mm-hmm. you better. And if it, the morning people get to stick around and watch them and the afternoon people are going to come around a little early to watch them, it's just going to get you more excited about the sport. I just, agree just with Jake opinion. there. I'll side with Jake on that. And, and you know, but cyclocross is in, in a state where it's like needing to be resuscitated. I mean, that's like the most popular right. racing popular. scene for the entire year. But yeah. anyhow, it, it's still, I think it's something that's those, they, the, the pros and the elites, they deserve to be seen. They're that good. So. Yeah. 
One other quick question about cyclocross too. I was talking with Robert Cummings, who's um, kind of a quasi teammate. He's uh, kind of a pro guy now, and he's doing some stuff more with a, a, a pro elite team and still riding with us. But anyway, talking with him, what are your guys' thoughts on the hand ups? Do you, do you guys know what that is? I think it's hilarious. And they, <laughs> Obras, and I, a lot of just cyclocross in general have taken that away. Correct. Yes. They've started to ban those. Yes. Well, in in, in the in, in the elite races in, or in the amateur in, races in too. All of them. They said if oh that is a shame. There is one of the race series. If if you are seen by an official taking a hand up, you're disqualified. Oh, okay. boo. Lance, would you like to explain what a hand up is so, for those that don't know? <clears throat> that's somebody handing you something while you're on the course, and it's usually. A cup of beer, a dollar bill, piece of licorice, <laughs> be a, a pair of socks, it could a be cookie, a dollar yeah. bill. Dollar yeah. bill is popular. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just funny, you know, that you know you're racing in this full race mode, and then somebody's trying to get you to eat a tootsie roll, you know, <laughs> or take a cup of beer and take a yeah. swig of yeah. it, you know. So I don't know what happened, you know, why this one race series banned the the handups, but they've said it before every, before the start of every race, there are no handups. If you are caught <laughs> taking a handup, you will be disqualified. So I could see the liability of handing somebody of a beer or something like that. And yes. somebody getting a little loopy in the DWI kids racing. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like this is Portland cyclocross. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be weird. It's it, supposed to have, character it's, yeah some, it's in good fun yeah cyclocross in general fun. is supposed to have this type of character like yeah. that's i don't think anybody's taken enough hand-ups to be legitimately drunk on the bicycle there's yeah. no way <laughs> like and if you are then sure okay don't do that i don't but know what the reason is why there aren't hand up it's, you know it's got to be with the alcohol it's got to be a reason for, okay yeah. well then why not just say no alcohol no hand-ups? Alcohol. if yeah. somebody's like throwing a dollar bill in your face or a tootsie pop or a pair of socks or something like that or like vendors want to come out and give away some swag and you know you're in 17th place and you've got no chance and you want to stuff up a couple of goodies in your back yeah. jersey pocket that's awesome that I, makes the race uh, fun and interesting and yeah. funny i think that they should probably have that same announcement and disqualify people if you're in a serious race right now the question is do you think it was the hand-ups that were ruining it were people spiking stuff i don't know i mean i yeah. would hope that that would never happen but do you think somebody was some, like <laughs> there yeah. some dangerous stuff honestly right? who knows yeah. this day and age but yeah it, during the that race that would be such a bummer i don't even see the hand-ups yeah Oh, I don't you're so focused it. on the wheel I'm in front so of you. I'm so focused <laughs> on yeah. hammering or making it to the next corner. I don't, don't even crash. see them. Don't crash. Yeah. yeah. But what if it was a race where you burp flatted and you're basically yep. limping around? You're like, dude, I'm going to take my bike and go home. Yeah, <laughs> And right. somebody's like, like wants to put a little dollar bill in Lance Romance's phone. Yeah. I know, Lance. I know you take that dollar bill. Oh, yeah. I take the dollar bill. You might not take a beer, but you're going to take that dollar bill, right? So what's our consensus around the table here? Should we bring back call or hand-ups? Absolutely. Keep it. I think that yeah that, that's something but, that's something that robert was telling me that he really wants to see brought back and but I, he's I probably agree. the person that should be a little bit more like yes let's do it at these let's call let's call it you know b races yes like yeah. do it at all the b races but he would be one of those people that's like hey at this race this race and this race which you know he gets invited to the, some of the big yeah. big he races he, he's he's uh he's Vying for the podium at every race he he does. Well, and he'll go to USA Nationals. Yes, I mean, yeah. like, so there's some like there's some different races that I think that should have different standards. Right. Yeah. So I'm not going to say like blanket statement. Yes, let's do it. No, there needs to be different standards at USA Nationals. Come on. Yeah. That's well. 
even I kind of agree with that. You, you got to keep it out. I mean, if they want to be taken really seriously, you can't have stuff and, like that going and on. People well, yeah, but in the Tour de France, actually, I mean, the, the auto boost in the Tour de France, those guys are taking beers up Alpe d'Huez. Yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, those guys are like drinking beers up Alpe d'Huez. Yeah. So, it's awesome. yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the Champs-Élysées, they're drinking champagne. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. All right. So, and then let's get into the other one real quick. Um, we had another listener, Darren Cass, who is uh, another local cyclist here, um, shot us a message. And he just had kind of a question. He's like, hey, guys, I hope this isn't a little too obscure of an issue to talk about on the podcast, but maybe not. Um, I'm a, not a racer, but I'm an aspiring sometimes uh, aspiring racer, and sometimes I get up and sprint on my commute rides home. Um, my issue is perhaps leaning forward a bit too much um, or at uh, too slow of a pace lifting up, um, basically, when he gets out of the saddle and starts sprinting. He's having some back tire skip. So if you can think about getting up and you're, you're sprinting your butt off and you're leaning forward and you're really putting the watts into the bike, you get that back tire skip, and sometimes <coughs> it'll be skipping laterally, and sometimes it's just coming off the ground and he's losing contact. Um, he wanted to know how he could basically correct this or what the acceptable norms are. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I this happens to me all the time, yeah. yep. and yeah. I thought I was just doing it wrong. <laughs> I just thought I was an <laughs> idiot. Like I must be, I must have the wrong pressure or my weight too far forward. Because if I'm really, really sprinting, like yeah. like twelve hundred watt, right, going for it for thirty seconds, my back wheel comes off the ground yep. several yeah. times. Yep, never had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> No, and uh, for real sprinters, not like Lance's twelve, but <laughs> no, they they'll the like real sprinters do like fourteen or fifteen or eighteen hundred watts, yeah, or more. I, I mean, can't, they do can't like even serious med- watts, but yeah. they'll they'll like do it on the trainers or the watt bikes or whatever, and they'll have to hold the bike down in the rear. They'll have someone like add extra weight to it because the whole thing can lift up, either the whole trainer or the whole watt bike itself. You know, those uh, watt yeah, bikes are right. like they weighted. Jump. They 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 will skip absolutely. So. I think all of us do see the same issue. I, I, I think there's probably techniques probably that the triathletes don't know about well, for sprinting, <laughs> for getting to 12. Here, or would, for getting here, would, here would be my two questions to him. But what, what kind of tire pressure is he running? And then two would be what frame is he like, like what frame size is he running? Okay. So that was part of my response back yeah. to him is making sure that your frame, the bike that you're riding is the right size. Mm-hmm. I could see this being an issue if the frame was too big and or being too small. small. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So if you're too far forward up on a long frame or, or big frame, mm-hmm. you're going to have less downward pressure on that rear wheel and it's going to break loose. The same thing with a frame that's too small. And if you're getting up too far forward, you're going to be throwing some of that inertia forward and, and you're going to be constantly like surging forward because we you're just little, tossing that bike everywhere. Exactly. And so small, I could yeah. see that being a, a situation where it's going to be, you know, dancing side to side and coming up off the ground as well. So mm-hmm. um, that was one of my responses back was check frame size. Um, another part of it was just making sure that your center of gravity is low. That's, um, yeah, that's what I was If thinking you're sprinting too. Yeah. from the hoods, and I've had that issue for me personally, like, like I'll go back and watch a, uh, or see some pictures of me at, at a sprint at, at Portland International Raceway, and I'm like, why am I not in the drops? And, yeah. and, and it yeah. was it yeah. was just because of the position that I was in to get around or to come up. I felt more stable, and then I didn't drop back down to the hoods or the the drops. I just basically stayed up in the hoods. But um, I think if you're up higher and your whole center of gravity is up higher, that bike's going to have the ability to skip around a little bit more. And I would feel that. You know, when you're putting down 14, 1500 watts, and you're really getting into that bike as hard as you can, that thing's going to skip around a little bit. Probably a little bit more though if your center of gravity is too high, so. yeah. too high and too far forward. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. 
So my recommendations were A, check and make sure that the bike size is the right size for you, and B, sprint from the drops, not the hoods, um, and just keep your center of gravity a little bit lower if you possibly can. Um, and then you can also yeah. make sure that you're not too far up over the, um, the bars, too, because I think you might get into a situation if you're too far forward that you're actually going to start to lose power production. So um, that's yeah. another thing that you can start to quantify. Um, you know, if you're in the right position by getting a power meter on the bike. So if you're, uh, you know, if you get a power meter on the bike and you start doing a sprint and you feel it coming off and you're producing only 1100 Watts. Um, and then all of a sudden you change up your body positioning, you get your weight back just a little bit, you get down in the drops and then you're, you're doing the same like perceived effort and you look down you're at 1200 Watts and you're not skipping as much. Well, that solves your problem right there. It tells you you're, you're too high and you yep. just need to find a better position on the bike to do that. Yeah. Mm. So I like that. Yeah, I don't have that problem too much. No, <laughs> I, I never run into this. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dan. I can't help you much. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not lifting the back wheel off anytime soon. I think that was a great question, Darren. No, it is a good yeah. question. Yeah, very sure. good question. Yeah, no. The I truth is, the all of us thing. have felt that bike skip. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And to answer the the last part of it, is it acceptable or normal? Yes, to a certain degree, you're going to see that that's going to happen a little bit. I mean, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure Cavendish and Sagan and uh, you know Gripe, all those big guys, the big sprinters, right. probably do deal with that to a certain degree. And, so. and just like anything mm-hmm. else, the more you practice it, the probably you know I'm guessing yep. that you would get better at keeping it the bike under a little bit more control. So yeah, yeah. practice. And what's most important is that you guys wrote us these cool uh, little comments yeah, and questions. That, so that's what I was going to say, too, is um, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of listener feedback. And I would encourage anyone that's listening to consider dropping us an email, even if it's to say, like, what's up? You know, you know, whatever you guys want to send us our way, we would love to hear from you guys. And if they would like to hear from us, they can send us an email Right, info at dialedpodcast.com. Is yep. that correct? Yep, that or any of our first names at dialedpodcast.com. Nice. It's all set up. All works. Awesome. Cool. All right. Our first uh, little topic here tonight is going to be tonight, today, tomorrow, whenever. <laughs> um, bad stuff. Bad stuff. Yes. We did good stuff last week, and I had a Not tangent. good stuff. <laughs> Not good stuff. And I had a little tangent in there, and we called it bad stuff. I'm like, wait a second. You know what? That would actually be kind of a good little topic for us to talk about. So we're going to run around the table here, and we're going to talk about bad stuff. Um, Matt, sure. Yeah, how would you like to get started? The most pessimistic person on the panel. <laughs> Matt, Matt's doing that like blank stare, like he's the kid in the back of the classroom trying to slouch down no, his chair yeah, a little bit. So Jake, that's who you call on. No, I, I, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but you know, um, I think we as cyclists and definitely triathletes, we need to basically be super careful because there is a general um, impression that cyclists and triathletes are jerks. Uh, and, and I think we kind of, hey, Matt, shut up, dude. We are <laughs> shut up. I don't want to hear you talk about this <laughs> stupid triathlete. Yeah. So drink your tea over there and quiet down. And shut okay. up. No, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's, you know, like an epidemic. I think if we just have like this serious problem of, you know, h- how people perceive our sport and how people perceive, you know, our, like our passion and, <laughs> We joke a lot about like how much we talk about it, you know, like when we're in mixed company, you know, and whatever it is, people might not want to hear about it and that's fine or whatever. That's great. (laughs) But, uh, but I think we need to kind of take the next step and just be like, yeah, you know, like we don't look down on people that are slower than us. We don't look down Mm -hmm. on people that are not as fit as us. And we don't look down on people that are heavier than us, (laughs) which is, you know, frankly, it's a lot of people, right? Like that's, and and I just think like, we're not doing enough. We are flat out not doing enough to be like overly nice and overly sympathetic to the non bikers and the non triathletes. So that's my kind of one piece of, you know, bad stuff. Um, I thought we were better than them though. 
We are. <laughs> that is true. We are better. No. Uh, that that's that's the impression I think okay. that we're putting out. Right. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. That's bad stuff. It's bad stuff. It is bad stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll go a little bit more like joking about this. Perfect. During preparing for a triathlon, we need to as a community stop sharing chammy butter. It's kind of weird. <laughs> like it's, no. it's like the amount of sharing of that that I I saw somebody <laughs> this was this was before Santa Cruz 73. Yeah. yeah. We are in transition. I'm okay if you maybe hand the tube to the person. That's okay. Somebody said, oh my gosh. "Can't do you have some shame butter?" They knew they they were holding right then. Sure. They put it into their hand and then kind of like like swipe <laughs> hands. I guess it's like they were Wait, like what? trading, trading. I don't know what there. And then they both went to go to the place you put shammy butter. Immediately after that, it's, it's like, okay because it was after. The and day. I am and I am not a germaphobe by any means. Like I eat uh, food off like the floor. I don't care. But okay. I mean. Like, that is just weird. That's bad stuff. Also, if you're going to a race, why are you not bringing shit? Like, what'd you think? Like, oh, no, this wetsuit's not going to rub well, a hole through my neck if I don't put some <laughs> some lube up there. No, one of our friends was the other day was like, oh, I never use chamois cream. And we're like, who said what? <laughs> you remember that? Oh, no. And, yes, I And do. we were like, yes, this I is going to change your life. <laughs> it's like, I do remember been, You've been biking and doing triathlon for like five years, and you still haven't used this yet? Um, but another side story is we, so in running in the running world, right. Where mm-hmm. I come from, it's body glide instead of chamois cream is like yeah. the big product. And I use both. So, yeah. right. So, but body glides 10 times worse because it's like deodorant stick type oh, it's disgusting. and you, and you're rolling it on your inner thighs basically, you know, for the most part. And it's, that's coming, that, that's your personal item. Right. <laughs> did you see item. did you see kids share that back no. and forth? Well, yeah, but oh, like, God. but here's the kicker <laughs> is now like because you know you have a whole bunch of like the running community or whatever it is, and this is adults and things like that people will ask me hey um i need to borrow your body glide and the answer <laughs> usually is no unless you buy like so what i did was i bought a case of it and then when someone would ask to borrow a body glide then you don't say no you hand them a whole brand new you thing just give this is one. yours <laughs> don't ever give My me this back to you. Yeah. i don't ever want this back i don't know you don't want that back yeah. it's been it's been used that is bad stuff that's bad stuff <laughs> lance <laughs> that just scares me <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting <laughs> yeah tastes great tastes great Oh my God! Hold on. When they were doing the hand transfer thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, try. It was it was a moment I had to look double, at them the first. I please tell me that someone hadn't already put some on and then they did it a little I bit more know. and did a hand transfer. <laughs> I don't know because I, I I looked over as the transfer was happening and it was. I'm not sure if there was. I would assume since the glide was or the the chamois butter was already out that there had already been some application going on. <laughs> oh jeez, which is. That's Good bad dude. stuff. I see. That's bad very stuff. bad stuff. What if? What, bad if form. what if you were in a world of hurt and you needed it so bad, or you weren't going to finish that's the race? That's fine. Then that's fine. Yeah. Go ahead and rules. Yeah. All rules are off. Oh my gosh, you could. <laughs> you could. Oh. At, at that point, I don't care how it gets there. Oh, but yeah, that's, no. <laughs> this is a this is a rough podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me just Wait, apologize we're just to the listeners. Started. This is, there's more bad stuff. Coming. This is. This is especially bad for me. I've talked about oh, serious bowel issues yeah, and I'm chamois it. butter so far on this yeah. podcast. Chamois butter after the serious bowel issues. That's yeah. oh <laughs> god, yeah, yeah. no, let's not go there. <laughs> Lance, Lance, clean us bad up. Bad stuff, here. Lance. Um, I've got four things I want to share. Oh, I've got a few more too. So go ahead. <laughs> These are things I do not like about cycling. Okay. Um, 
unacknowledged waves. That's bad stuff. <laughs> that's yes. very bad stuff. You know what I'm stuff. talking about? That, that's, that's bad form. That's it's, bad form. You're out yeah, riding bad. and some cyclist is coming the other way and you wave you, at him. You and have to wave. Yeah, you just wave and are you, you get... Are you okay with the Especially, head nod? Yes, I'm okay. I just want acknowledgement. Especially hey, when they rubberneck you the whole time and they're looking at you and they don't give it back to you. You're like, <laughs> like what really, guy? Heck? Come on. There was one guy last week. I must have been on... I passed him like four times because he was always going the other direction. He never went back <laughs> at me once. That's your, that's your four bad things. It's like he passed four, bad four times. The stupid guy never waved back. Uh, okay. If that guy's listening uh, to this, please call in and can we have a one-on-one between him and Lance? <laughs> did you, did you, um, you pass him four times and you wave every time? I waved every time. I'm like, he's going to see me. He's going to see me this time. I see him. He's going to see me and wave back. Oh, you you should have done both hands. Take both hands off and just wave. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I am wave, waving at I'm you. I'm waving at you. You owe me a wave. <laughs> Flip oh. around next time. Get your water bottle out. Ride by and squirt, and squirt him. him. <laughs> That's for not waving at me, jackal. <laughs> yeah. So you got to think he, he did. He look like he was doing a workout. Uh, I, I I think he was just in his own complete world. I I don't know. Even I, if even if I'm in a world of pain and I'm working out, I think I, it was Lance's I always face. Do this. I do one of these. <laughs> I think he was from New York. I think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> probably from Ohio. He's probably from oh, Ohio. get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> okay, the next thing I don't like okay. is forgetting when you're clipped in. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially new cyclists, you roll up to the stop sign, you forget that you've clipped in, and you forget to clip out, and it hurts, yeah. and you end up going down. Yep, that's yep. no good either. Yeah, those falls hurt. They hurt, and it hurts the pride the most. Yes, that was my first fall clipped in. It was at the stop. I think I think it's everybody's first one. It's going to the stop sign. You're like, all right, here we go. Oh wait, my foot's not leaving this this clip right now. I'm going down, aren't I? And yep. It is so slow. I'm going happens. down, aren't I? Yeah. Yes, it I happens to everybody too. Yep. <laughs> when was when was the last time you had that fall? What? Oh. A clip in stop cross one. You had that. Oh, it was after a race. It was yeah. after oh, a I race. do remember you PIR. saying that. Yeah. Oh, PIR. Yeah, yeah. I had just killed the race. I was. Yeah. I took like second in the sprint at the race, and yeah. then I roll up to the pit area to you know talk with all my teammates and buddies, and promptly fall right over on my side <laughs> because I didn't clip out. <laughs> so who heckled you the best after that happened? They all just stood there and laughed at me <laughs> as I looked like an idiot laying on my side. I'm okay. I'm bleeding, but, but, I'm, but I'm okay. You don't remember anyone in particular giving you a hard time? I don't remember. I just remember, yes, I did just fall over. Oh, man. <laughs> did you give yourself a score? Uh, it, it, you know, it's it's the slow motion one. Any, any style I'm points in there? <laughs> completely stalled, and I just fell straight oh. over because I didn't clip out. All right, awesome. so that was number two of your bad stuff of four, right? What yeah. was that? That was number two. Okay. Number number three is bad stuff is flat tires. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It is something we always deal with in cycling and learning how to change a flat and doing it the right way. And, uh, you know, what about finding glass with your finger when changing a flat? That's (laughs) bad stuff. (laughs) That's very, that is very bad stuff. Or a little tiny wire. Yeah. I've impaled my finger searching. Have you, have you guys ever find, did we find some glass on that ride we did a while ago when you, me and Mike had to time trial bag? Didn't, wasn't there something in your tire? There was a, there was a wire. There was a piece of wire. That's what it was. Is is that when you pricked yourself? Yes. I ripped my finger. I remember that. Yeah. Have you ever been like seen, you know, found one of those wires or something? stuck in the tire and not been able to get it out right like you like you don't i was not able to get a piece of glass out once right it was so wedged into there i would have had to like cut the tire apart yeah Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, didn't that, you say that, that happened stuff. to you not too yeah. long ago? And yeah. you use your I use teeth. My teeth. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. No, 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 that's fine. Because there's nothing important in your mouth there. Is there any, that I know. I, when I was doing it, I was like, "This is a horrible idea," and it worked perfectly. And I was I'm like, like right. "Oh gosh, as long as Lance never knows about this." <laughs> Built-in pliers. <laughs> you admit it to my face. <laughs> as long as Lance doesn't ever know about this, I was like JP, who I was riding with. JP, don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> what's the Lance? What's what, what's the like average bite force of like of like a mat? Oh, I, it, <laughs> of a of I'm a very, person mat I, size. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw strength is very low power, very low wattage. My wattage. But you but you can bite down for a long time. Uh, yeah, my, yeah. my newton centimeters yeah. of jaw pressure. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> FT, meters, yeah. FT jaw power. <laughs> FTP. FTJ. FTP. Jaw power is pretty low. What's number four, Lance? Number four is creaks and squeaks. Oh, that's true. Those are the worst. They are the worst when you, I, you know, I have several bikes and, and there's always one bike that has a creak that I can't resolve for some reason. So I'm always fighting creaks and squeaks and messing with the bottom bracket. 400 miles a week. You just wear things out. Now we do a pretty good job of working those out though. Yeah. Generally speaking, we get the, the, get it resolved. We've, we've been, uh, we've been battling. It's, it's (laughs) a constant battle for me. I still have a pair of wheels and the spokes are just doing something like some Creek or whatever. When I put enough force into the, to the wheel, it's like, and we looked at it like a long time ago and it's still like, I still can't figure it out. So I don't know what to do. I mean, it's not bad. It's totally rideable and it's not a problem, but it's that little noise that's going to drive you crazy. Oh. So to, yeah, bad stuff. To quote the, the great easy E, throw it in the gutter and no. go buy another. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we just yeah. drop an easy E quote on this podcast? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure all podcasts from now on need easy E quotes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, I've got a couple myself, guys. Okay. How about the poorly executed snot rocket? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. There's two forms of the poorly executed snot rocket. The guy that blows the snot rocket that doesn't do it with enough force and gets the snot all over said person's face and doesn't mm-hmm. bother to like wipe any of that up. Yeah. Or the jackhole that decides it's okay to do the snot rocket oh, while you're at the front else. of the, 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 the group of the riders at the train or the you know, the you're doing pace lining or you know, team riding guys up the front blowing snot rockets and you're like a rider two back, you're like, Thanks guy, appreciate that. That was awesome. There yeah, is cool. an art to the proper form of doing a snot rocket. Yes. That is for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah you trail off the back, give yourself a little space. Yeah. And usually, I mean, if you look back, there's no cars coming and you see a guy kind of like pull yep. off the front and go towards center line. You know he's going over the blow snot rocket. Give him a space, yeah. you know, and, <laughs> and go over there and do that. Don't do it at the front or the middle of the ride or with people right behind you. It's just bad form. I think I, I do that with spit all the time. I've been told that I'm that guy. You're that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty bad with the. I think the spit splatters a little bit. Is it like are you the guy that has just ends up spit all over yes. his face or not like no, spit well, all over other no, people? No, usually, usually what I do is I try to go off my right shoulder usually, yeah. and I'll spit and it'll just hit my right shoulder. Yeah. So fine. yeah. That happens. How bad about how's, here's another one? How about you're out on a ride and some guy just rolls up on you and just starts sucking your wheel for like. For, for a long period of time, you have no idea who this like guy a is. Random person, random dude, yeah, rando guy, just sitting on your back. Did he wave like, at least? What are you doing, there, guy? What, what are you going to come around? First for? of all, it's dangerous. Come on, yeah. <laughs> like if I don't know you're back there, then you know I could be maybe snot rockets on you. It might blow snot rockets. You might you might take a. You just you're not signaling. You're not doing anything, right? Like if some if I know you're on there, at least then I might help you out. Like point out potholes and whatever. <laughs> it so is, right? so when that happens. What do you, do you like try and drop him or do you just I, stay steady with what you're doing? 
ah, you almost got to drop him. Try and drop him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try and drop him. No, no, it's a race now. If you're holding my wheel, it's now a race. Yeah, it's now a race. (laughs) How high can you go? Well, it's also funny, too, is when that guy decides to come around you after you've been pulling around for like 20, 30 minutes. Dead sprint. It just just takes off. You're like, okay. (laughs) It doesn't acknowledge anything. I've literally had that happen several times. I'm like, come on, dude. Do you do you guys do the, like the like I'm just gonna pick up the pace gradually because I think that's the way to do it where they like you pick up the pace gradually and you see if like you're kind of like almost cheering for them <laughs> hold yeah. on buddy hold on you hold, on. <laughs> like, hold on and you know he's holding on as best he can yeah. he's just gonna eventually drop that's that's my only option so well, yeah because okay. <laughs> Lance could just lance him with a yeah. sprint I don't have that option so me and Matt have to do the slow the slow, slow gra- I like the yeah. slow gradual because then it's kind of like. You're kind of like his fan. You're like, come on, man, hang on, <laughs> hang on. And then you're just waiting for him to crack. And yeah. then he's done, done. You could right? pull the Quintana and like point at your back wheel. <laughs> Do you guys remember a few Tour de France's ago when Quintana was climbing and he like, I forget who he was passing. He was passing somebody. Just telling someone like, to get on like, the wheel. Yeah, get on my a, wheel. It was like Bardet and he's like pointing at his back wheel. It's like, get on my back wheel. There you go. As if yeah. he needed like a, yeah, yeah. in case you it's were like, wondering. Oh, is that what yeah. I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Drafting? Like, is that a thing? Oh, <laughs> you're pushing 500 watts straight yeah. up, you know, yeah. like. And Just keep pointing weighs, at your back wheel. With the he only weighs like, a, he weighs like less than 100 pounds. Buck so. 20. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if that guy decides he wants to jump on my wheel and he wants to acknowledge or wants to say hi, he's like, hey, do you mind if I sit back and ride with you for a little bit? That's a whole different ballgame. Right. As a matter of fact, ride with me all day if you want, man. As long as you're yeah. out for ride, great. But then if you're gonna like, sit back there and like make yeah. it a competition, or you're just gonna suck my well, this Well, this is when we talk about. I mean, so it's so when we're going back to bad stuff like elitism in the sport and stuff like that. Just be more social in general. That's kind of what we're getting at here. It's the lack of waving, the lack of human <laughs> communication. <laughs> right. If you're riding on a wheel, what human being like when waved at? Could you imagine if you're walking down the street, you're like, hey, how's it going? And you wave at somebody and they don't say anything back. You're a weirdo. Like that's <laughs> it, it, we've we set up a formal we'll say it again. Just don't be an a hole. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. Yeah. lack of a holery in this world in general would be fantastic if we just could just do away with it. But um, yeah. Um, another one um, that I, I kind of kind of drives me a little bit nuts. You're out on a ride, and let's say you're you're cruising along like 19, 20 miles an hour, and you overtake a guy who's going like 16, 17 miles an hour. And you do all the right things. You announce, you say, up, coming around on your left, passing you, and it's clean and safe. And all of a sudden, you go past that guy. And then next thing you know, you look back, and he's on your wheel. And at the first opportunity, he's going to overtake you because he didn't want to be overtaken. And then you're like, really, guy? You were riding forever and a day for like... Gotta do it again. (laughs) And then you got to go past this guy again. You come around him again, and you drop him. Or maybe he comes up and tries to do it again. It's like... What are you doing? I mean, yeah. are, are we racing yeah. now, or have you guys dealt with that before? Have you dealt with that guy? We've had that, and Matt, I'm sure you've had this in tri- so any triathlete listening yep. to this knows that that is an in race thing. Ugh. Have you have you guys uh, Lance yeah. and Matt? Have you guys had that happen to you in a race? Yeah, you have the oh, guy yeah. who you know Absolutely. has been riding at that pace for his entire race. You pass him, and then that guy puts out a 450 <laughs> watt just 30 second effort to make sure he passes you again. So you have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty common or, in the triathlon yeah. world. Or yeah. similarly, you're in a race and you're near the front of the group and you put out a massive effort to to get a gap and you just crush yourself to get a gap and you look behind you and you haven't dropped anybody. <laughs> 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 They're all right on your wheel and you're like, oh, geez. I think, I think that's just bad stuff, just in general. <laughs> that's, yeah. 
Oh. That was actually another one of mine, Lance. How you mentioned that was was thinking you're doing great at the front, I'm and then, it. And then nobody's and you gone. And you're like, oh, they're all right yeah. on my wheel, or I just pulled the yeah. whole group back to the and you're like, breakaway. And you're now. looking at the third or fourth guy back there who's like drinking. He's yeah. like drinking his water. He's you hear the you hear the free wheel in the back. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, exactly. that's actually that's not a bad. Stuff. That is the worst stuff. Oh, you just put out your bad. best five minute effort, and you hear a free wheel behind you, <laughs> and you're not going downhill. <laughs> That's bad stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very bad stuff. Again, I don't mind if you want to come up and sit on my wheel, but don't turn it into a race after you've been riding, you know, that pace right. all day long, and then no. all of a sudden you get passed by somebody and your ego got a little bit bruised. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and this one's bad stuff. Tristan, we've talked about this, and you guys know my thoughts on this, but distracted driving, don't do it. Please yeah. Yeah. don't do it. That's uh, a really bad stuff. It's the worst stuff. Yes. Yeah. I, just I, I see it everywhere and there's yeah. always I mean there was just a crash that somebody posted up something down in San Diego lady I saw that. was driving a pickup truck and um, basically flipped her truck over multiple times on the freeway and kid got ejected thankfully the kid survived but it's intensive care because mom was driving distracted and the kid wasn't wearing or wasn't sitting in a child seat it was too small or whatnot but mm. Too many people get hit, yeah, and God. we there's too many things going on in this world. Just put it down and just concentrate on the road. Oh, I actually uh, last so on Saturday night. Tangent on that right there. Yeah. Um, I was at a Ben Howard concert and uh, at Edgefield in McMinimins. Anybody who like isn't from this region, we had this really cool concert mm-hmm. venue, uh, cool. Edgefield McMinimins. It is awesome concert venue. Ben Howard, great live by the way. Anyway, driving back. Uh, there's, they took down the five bridge down to one lane, which is just a nightmare. I mean, just an absolute (laughs) nightmare. It was, we were driving from 1030 to 1230 at night, basically to get back. What was, should have been a 15 minute drive. Anyway, we are in stop standstill traffic going South the other way. We watch a big semi truck stop. There's this guy flying in a truck. You, you can kind of see him coming first. Now there's stop traffic and it is obvious this guy's moving. He tries to like skirt around the truck, I think, or like come into the left lane before I guess slamming on his brakes. There's a car next to him though, so he can't get over. The guy slams into the semi in front of him. Oh. Absolutely slams into it. I mean, like it is like out of a movie sounds. Like he was probably going 45 miles an hour when he hit this truck. Oh. Crunches his front end. He's sitting there and we're like, like my, uh, my, my girlfriend Cassie had saw it like, live she saw it happen i just heard it we look over the guy still in his hands has his phone he is like (laughs) no lie his his front end's crunched his like he doesn't have an airbag somehow he is slumped over with his hands in his phone still looking at his phone (laughs) i always want to be like for one how'd the phone not go flying out of his hands and two good god like how are you looking at your phone at midnight on five yeah that's a very busy highway yeah on the bridge too. So, do you think people should probably be just putting their phone down and, and listening to our podcast while they drive? I think that's so. A great idea. I, I think mean, so. Yeah. Seems like that's the solution <laughs> we'll, to the problem. We'll keep you, you engaged. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's move on. Unless anybody else has something that they want to talk about here. I got one last one. Okay, bring it. When you're on a big climb, and you're cranking up this hill, and you go to click down one more gear. And there's no more gears. <laughs> You're already in your easiest gear. You're like, gosh dang it. Yeah. Oh, I got I got one more. It's on it's on my list. Matt will laugh at this one too. The guy immediately after the race that is already talking about the next race. 
when I say, I mean, like, as the race ends, he's already like, yeah, 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 this was a warm-up for my next race. Oh, That's my favorite. Awesome. B race for my next one. <laughs> I have one more to, to keep on with this one more topic. Do you guys, I don't love it when people, like, celebrate too aggressively at the finish line, whether they won or whatever it is. Like, that bugs me. I don't know. What about the opposite? I just fall down and like cry. No, no, that's, that? that's, that's fine. It's just like, um, I don't want to like call anyone out in particular, but like there was a marathon recently and they just, this, you know, the guy won this race and it was, you know, I think it was, it was like three hours basically or just under or something like that. And he was like freaking out because he's like the champion or something. And I'm like, of the world. Uh, <laughs> you know. Or the local marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody decided I mean, to show up to. Just, it just that, I mean, I, I, I'm, I should not be so bitter, but. Hey, but first place is first place. If you go 258 or 203, right? I'm joking entirely. Yeah, that's right. Please. Yeah. And it was actually, I think it was like the same weekend as the world record was set, which was just ironic. Ridiculous. Anybody who saw that? 201. 201, yeah. 201 and change. Yeah. It's going to happen. Some, he, he's going to go under. He's the only one who can do it. He's going to go under two. I don't, I think we got some time. You think so? I think, I think, I think that, in two years think he goes that, under it. I think that number will stand for, a, you know, couple years what if they do another like five, sub five two hour years. thing where they actually set up with pacers it doesn't count i know he's gonna have to do it at berlin okay anyway no. yeah I, I don't i don't think i think that record will stand for a while yeah okay if anybody hasn't seen that yet look it up Elliot kipchoge yeah world record marathon it'll be the first and google search yeah. what did he do after he finished his uh ran and hugged his yeah. coach he hugged his coach totally okay he i think he did like a prayer thing like super cool like he didn't incredible. flip out. And honestly, if you're flipping out like that, then you probably should run faster. And my, you know, like he, yeah. if he flipped out like that, I'd be like, he could have gone too, too <laughs> flat. <laughs> you know? A lot of energy there, Elliot. A lot of energy, there. A lot of energy. <laughs> what does that equate out to with his mile, mile pace? Uh, 439? Yeah, I think some 439, like oh I want to say. It's really average. fast. Yeah. Yeah. If oh, anybody wants to jump really on a crazy. treadmill right now, that is... Yeah, 439 or 38 let me or think. I can't remember. That would be... F- 14 miles an hour on the treadmill. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say it's right around 14 miles an hour on the treadmill. Go well, home, set well, your treadmill know, up. No, I'm saying don't do that, actually. Go home. So it's, like got, if it's probably slower than that. It's Because I think 15, 13, 15 is four flat. flat. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe 13 high? Yeah. Anyway, it's fast. 13 high. It's 13 high. so yeah. ridiculous. Wow. It's it's really insane, and people don't realize even when they when you say like you know four thirty nine mile or whatever, people have no idea. That's still hard. You know, you really have to go That's to the track flying. and try to run a hundred meters at that pace. Be, yeah, it'll it'll be hard yeah. for a lot of adults to do. Yes. So yeah, he's at your average adult's dead sprint for a yeah. marathon. <laughs> and, and it is comfortable for him, right? Like Very that's the thing is it's not a sprint for him. It's comfortable for him because he holds it for a marathon. So it's his, it's his pace that he can do on any given day. So, yeah. Yeah. Insane. Otherworldly. Insane. <laughs> Good but, stuff. But this is, this is not a, this is not a running podcast. It's yeah. not, <laughs> that's why we Matt, Evan, shut up. This that's is why <laughs> that was under bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. We totally went off on a tangent. Uh, it, <laughs> okay. Our, uh, our next little segment here is, um, how shall I say this? Poop cyclists and triathletes say, or crap cyclists and triathletes say, or shysta. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different than the YouTube series. Yeah, yeah. Y- use your synonyms wisely so that we can yeah. uh, keep our, our family rating on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, stuff that we've um, we've heard and you've 
you all have seen the, the video on YouTube. And if you haven't, it's pretty funny. If you go on there, you can see all there's different iterations of it now. But it's, uh, you know, basically stuff that cyclists and triathletes say all the time at nauseum. Um, so what are some of the ones that are you know funny that you guys like the things that you think should stay around or things that people should just stop saying in general? I've got a, I've got a funny triathlon one here. OK, so this is in context. This is if you are a man saying to another man, <laughs> and this is, I know that we just say this and don't think about it, yeah. but as you need to get that wetsuit zipper up and you go up to another man and say, Hey, can you zip me up? What, like that is what <laughs> women in dresses say and male triathletes. Those are the two groups of people that ask somebody else to zip them up. I can barely get myself dressed in the morning these days. If I'm asking you for some help to get my wetsuit on, you better say, okay, come on, man. Help out. No, I think I've zipped you up at a race before. I think everybody here has probably yeah. Yeah, had to do that yeah. to somebody. But you don't say it. You just walk up and like turn around, and they yeah. know what to do. Yeah. yeah. You don't have yeah, to say it. That's true. Look. Can you zip me up? Could please? you please zip me up? No, I, when, I, when I say to Evan, can you zip me up, honey? <laughs> Sweet cheeks. Thanks, buddy. Does this wetsuit make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that's one of my things was like, you you know, triathletes, cyclists are just as bad about like going into any general party get together and being talking about how they're overweight and whatever it is. Yes, in general. And yeah. you're amongst the normal people <laughs> yeah, that, right. look, that look at you and they're like, screw you, dude. You're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst, yeah. You we are, are the worst. You are yeah. a asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, what are some other ones? Lance, you got any good ones? Uh, yeah. When you show up on the ride and then like, uh, this is a recovery ride for me. <laughs> yeah. No. Or, yes. I'm just on a recovery ride. Or, or when you're in a group ride and all of a sudden all the excuses start, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. sleep yep. well, well last totally. night. I haven't had my coffee yet. Haven't been on the bike in two weeks. I haven't been on the bike in two weeks. <laughs> Which, wait, no, I'm, I'm using that one on our next ride, so you're not allowed to use I that one. I'm just that's, like, I'm that's riding, my next one. <laughs> I'm riding all of these down because I want to ride with Lance sometime, but I'm just like, okay. Yeah, so haven't slept coffee. well. Kids, kids kept me up all night. Uh, I hit by a car. car. This is a recovery. <laughs> recovery. I, think, I think Jake's got the only excuse I would actually take right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, or it's like, how much does your bike weigh? What kind of wattage are you putting out? That's uh, oh, that's that's my favorite. You're, you're you just got done with a pull, and there's a guy at the back going, "What'd you average there?" What's your wattage average? Is it carbon fiber? Is that carbon fiber? <laughs> Matt, you got any more? Uh, how much does your bike cost? I hate yeah. that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, and, and, and you hear that? Like, I'll get that. Like, I'll have like cars which like one? stop by. And which one? <laughs> no, I'll have cars stop by. You know, you're stopped at a light in some car world down there. How much that bike cost? And I say mm-hmm. more than that car you're driving. <laughs> Do you that's really? a, that's <laughs> yeah. actually funny that you. I in Reno had somebody. Oh. We, we, we went on a ride. I'm not. I'm on a one. rental bike. That probably cost $600. (laughs) And I had this woman pull up and genuinely very sweet woman. Yeah. Very, very nice. Then asked me, she's like, how much did that bike cost? And I just told her it was a rental. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. That's going to be my, my new answer. My new answer is just going to be, this is a rental. <laughs> because so my triathlon bike is like, you know, black and I don't know. It just looks like a, because I mean, I've had, I've had people be like, Hey, that's Batman's bike or, you know, cause it looks like a, you know, it, tri- time trial bikes in general look fast, you know, they do. Yeah. And then it's like all black. It just looks like a f- it looks a lot faster than when I ride it. It looks slow. I don't know why. But when it's stopped at a stoplight, it looks pretty, pretty fast. The, the wheels <laughs> on my road bike are deep dish and yep. have big flashy green stickers on yep. them. So so motorists always say something. Oh, man, look at that flashy bike. And I always say, I just found it in the ditch over there. <laughs> <in> the corner. <laughs> 
Yeah. How about, how about this one? Have you guys ever heard or use this one? It's what Team Sky uses. Team yes. Sky yes. Uses. It's what Team Fill and Blank here uses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my my one one of my favorites too is show up to the right and be like, does anybody have a tube? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show up to the right. <laughs> Did anybody bring any water bottles? Yeah. <laughs> I need to use the bathroom again. Yes. <laughs> All right. Rolling at seven. Here we go. I got to use the restroom. <laughs> Those guys are the worst. Uh, how about between the time of like July 1st and July 21st? Talking about the tour out there. Oh, yeah. Who won the stage today? Don't say anything. I have. I want to watch yes. it later. Yeah. Yes. It's the don't say anything. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> How about uh, the the warm up swim announcing that you just peed your wetsuit? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, were you drafting me in the water back there? Yeah. Like, I just peed. In I my just peed. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most common thing you guys hear in triathlon? Oh God. There's there's stuff that's like it. So like I don't like. There's a lot of stuff in triathlon that I don't like where it's like people talk about their brick runs, which I just think is a, just like a stupid term. For running after you biked, but like that's also called running. Too. Yeah, it's also <laughs> called yeah. running. Like you're gonna, that's cool. You biked and now you're gonna go run. That's good for you. It's good. But yeah. I just don't like the term prick run. I just think it sounds annoying. But there's, an, I, I also feel like that's a kind of a common term now. So I also hate I when that is. It. I also hate when that is used as an excuse on a group ride to not go oh. hard. This is why <laughs> I ride with. After this. this is why we'll I ride with run. roadies more. Is because I'll just ride as hard as I can during the ride. And then yeah. if you got to run after, that's your own problem. That's like, your own problem. Nobody's gonna sit there and group like, "Oh my bad, man. We'll hold up here. You got to run after. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yes. This guy's got to run after. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> but but if you and I were talking, I would probably say like, "Oh, let's do a brick oh, run yeah. after this." Yeah. So I would use it, and I hate it. And yes. I, so I, so I would say I would say like, "Let's and do a brick run after this." Immediately, it. I'm hating myself <laughs> when I say like, "I've got to do a brick run after this" or whatever. Like I hate myself for saying that. There's there's always, oh God, everybody will talk about if there is, God forbid, if there's a hill on a course in a triathlon, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm talking a hill, like, like an actual hill, hill, you know, something that most cyclists may need to get out of the saddle for that hill will get talked agnosium before the race. Oh like, my gosh. I mean, how it, are you going to handle the hill? Yeah. Like, oh my God, I, I heard it's 4,000 feet elevation gain that hill. And you get out there, it's like a 400 foot hill. It's like, this is, we need to calm down people as a group. We need to calm down. Yeah. Too much PR discussion. That's what, I wish we had used tougher courses so that people would just be like, it's a tough bike course. It's going to be okay though. Cause it's fun. (laughs) What about the people that like just have to post every last little finite oh, detail God. about their their rights on all all social medias does is that something that ever bothers you guys oh man yes <laughs> that bothers me a lot actually yeah well i mean obviously i'm big into social media stuff and i think it's cool to read about other people's workouts like yeah. we are, we're all on strava mm-hmm. and stuff like that but then i i what bugs me is when you see like you know, this person does, you know, one workout every two weeks and it's like, bam, it's on Strava. Bam. They're going to talk about it on Facebook for at least three or four posts. Got to have that photo <laughs> from Instagram about that workout. And I'm just like, Oh, how man, long do those photos take to take? I, usually if you're, if you're like, like somebody who's like taking a picture of like your track workout or your bike ride, Lance oh. would know this. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Oh, like five minutes to take a fo- stop and take a photo yeah. or whatever it is. Like well, stop photos where you're like actually riding by. 
Well, so like sometimes we're pulling our cameras while we're riding and taking yeah. a photo, right? And then okay. other times... That would be I'll, another thing that cyclists say yeah. or triathletes say. I, I can, take a picture of this. I can definitely see, yeah, that being super annoying when if, I'm like, give me 20 minutes, I'm going to get a photo of this. Like, If I'm on a group this here, ride, if I'm, on a a group ride, I'm yeah. not going to stop the group to take a photo. No, all of all, all, all <laughs> what, of your yeah. rides are like destination what? photos, like yes. photos that any normal <laughs> yes. person would... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's give him one more season. He's going to be... Yeah. And that's where I want to give Lance kudos because he'll post something something first yeah. the, your first uh, re- reaction is like that's funny you know yeah. like it's a funny title of for whatever reason and sometimes it'll like coordinate with the ride sometimes yeah. it's just funny so it makes you chuckle and then there's a good picture and then that's that's it you well know? yeah yeah because because it, it's what keeps Strava interesting and what i want to look at i don't want to, and and this is all i'll blame like pro triathletes do this a lot they'll put up a bike workout and give like the workout there like Five by knives. five minutes at three twenty. Yeah. Six by three minutes at this. I was like, what? Like, why would you? It's pretty. It's why pretty are boring. you? <laughs> like, who cares? That's yeah. Some people might though, which is sad. Uh, yeah, I guess I so. Know. Sometimes well, in the description, like not the title, but in the description, sometimes I, I might make some notes in there. Yeah. But it's not for you. It's for me when I go back and right. I'm referencing things historically. Oh, if speaking. it's if it's in the notes section. Yeah. 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 Uh, otherwise, it's just. I see it in titles. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. At least for me, this next season, I'll be able to look at those and be like, oh, that's exactly how bad I'm going to get beat in this oh. next race. Yeah, That's exactly how far I'm going to be behind you. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, just to go back on that social media thing, it's just funny for me personally how some things bother me and some things don't. And I don't know, it, 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 we're all a little bit different. I guess at the end of the day, as long as they're out riding and training and doing their thing, right. it's not something that I should get upset about. But for some reason, I just do. So don't take anything that we just said personally yeah. keep doing your oh, thing yeah. yeah i know i'm and like the worst offender no, Jake, right now jake's talking directly at everybody. me he's like you post you post too much stuff you got a youtube channel dork. Yeah. try dork no do, way, do you know what i hate triathletes with youtube channels oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst no, matt legrand triathlon taron <laughs> Don't, don't throw me in there. Threw me don't under the bus right there. <laughs> that, that, that was low. That was low, Evan. That hurt. That hurt a little bit. Yeah. Oh, triathletes or cyclists, which ones are worse when it comes to posting stuff on triathletes? Just the, the, the things that they say. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely triathletes, I think. It has to be triathletes, right? Yeah, it is. Cyclists have, <laughs> I mean, cyclists are repetitive in like what they talk about and say, yeah. like, Everybody knows there's that guy at the ride who didn't get sleep good, like good sleep last night. Yeah. There's the guy that when he gets tired in the middle of the ride needs an espresso stop and will be very strong about the espresso stop. There's the guy who forgets tubes to every single ride. And there's the guy who never carries enough nutrition is always begging for bottles halfway through. <laughs> right. Like those, the, those are your four guys that you tried. Yeah. What yeah. about the guy that has the habitual problem with the Garmin, the Garmin, yes. the Garmin <laughs> fail, like well, yes. hashtag Garmin fail. But that, that's the reason why they didn't get the KOM or that's the reason <laughs> yeah. why, you know, they the ride cut out halfway. They were supposed to go hundred miles and they went like 40, you know, like, yeah. All right. You, you've used that line like 14 times in the last, like you get three two months. of those in a year. <laughs> you get two of those in a year. It's like a mulligan. You only get Get yeah. someone in, okay. Yeah. So, just go get your job done. And if your garment keeps breaking, get a new one. Dang it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time to start looking at a new garment. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you guys can think of in this this realm? That's a good. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> a lot of beds. Pass the chamois butter. There you go. I think <laughs> I think that's another one. <laughs> There's a a billion of them out there. Go watch the old YouTube's. Um, when you're out there They're watching Matt's stuff. videos, you can. They're very funny. When you're done watching his video, you can go watch things cyclists and triathletes say there's more 
colorful word, word you can use there. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with an S there's, and ends with a T. There's there's one where a guy's just in a bike shop grabbing random things, asking how much they weigh. It's hilarious. <laughs> he like he like goes and grabs like a brake cable. He's like, how much does this weigh? Yeah. <laughs> there's the guy with the Australian accent too. Have you heard him? Yeah. He's a little bit he's more vulgar, but those are hilarious. He's very funny. <laughs> yeah. So all right, one last thing, guys. Let's run around the table here. Evan, one last thing for you. Uh it's almost Kona time. Kona oh. is right around oh. the it's corner. Gonna, it's going to be a Kona podcast takeover. Yes. <laughs> you guys. Oh, just, hope we're going to talk about Kona. Oh so so I'll give I'll give a quick it. couple updates leading into Kona. And then I also want to mention this this week is the world championship uh, for cycling. So road race, time trial. Watch them this right. weekend. The road yep. races. It's going to be fun. On that note, real quick, do you think Sagan can uh, do it again for the fourth time in the row? Yeah. Do you think he's going to get dropped on the he, hill, hill? He's going to get dropped on the hills, my bet. Yeah. I, I, I really, I bet somebody from Movie Star wins. That's my bet. So uh, the movie star train is going to launch somebody. What's the name of that one hill that they have to climb? That mm-hmm. one segment it has like a twenty three percent grade. That they call it the, the the hell hill or something. Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what it's called. We'll and, look that up for the. And next it's going to be a yeah. circuit too, uh, style yeah. going through this, and people are wondering whether or not he's going to be able to hang on that. Yeah. So so it'll be done next for our next podcast. Yeah. We'll 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 kind of do like a short little breakdown of, ro- of yeah. the road race maybe because it's. If anybody gets the chance to watch it, watching the world championship is so much fun. Yeah. Because everybody's going, there is no strategy for tomorrow. They want the rainbow stripe, yeah. yeah. This isn't like the Cabo Classics where it's like, oh, we got the Tour of Flanders coming up next. You know, we're okay. It's done. It is one race. You got the best in the world, gunning one race. Yep. But quick cone update. Uh, Jan Frodeno, stress fracture, he's out. Okay, so this Jan Frodeno, for all the cycling people out there that don't care about triathlon, he, he is a former world champion two-time world champion two-time world champion mm-hmm. and he just won the half world championships he beat at all like he beat all the superstars maybe and, the most competitive and he ever. ran ridiculously fast he ran like mm-hmm. a 106 or something like that something up, crazy which is just insane so to say he was the favorite is to be putting it's it under us yeah lightly yeah he i thought he was a shoe in for the win this being said it makes the race more interesting it does because then you have you don't have that super, super front runner. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think there's still some interesting stuff that could happen for sure. Maybe it, maybe the race will be better because of it. I yeah. don't know. We'll is see. Is Fredania a big guy? He is pretty tall. He's tall, but very, very, he's much leaner now than he was in the past. Yeah. So big, tall he's guy tall running too. super fast and he got a stress fracture. Oh, wow. Yep. Big surprise. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. A, I'm surprised. He does actually. have a little bit of an injury history, too. A yeah. little bit of an I'm, injury I'm history. I'm surprised. I mean, he's running yeah. well. I wonder if that half took it out of him. Here's, he went so here's, here's what I think is I bet he did that half. So he peaked for him for, yeah. for Worlds in the half and he was going to try and do a two-peak season. I bet he went straight back to hard training Something. and he just hit his, his system. Those guys are always dancing on that line. Yeah. There's like the line between doing too much and doing just enough. And when you're at that level, that line is walking a tightrope. Yeah. So he tipped yeah. over. But yeah. he has lots of help. I'm surprised it happened. Yeah. So you would think he, that guy would have enough eyes looking at him. Yeah. Who knows? All what right. A shame. Matt, right. one last thing. One last thing. Uh, my brother this past weekend, um, who has been mentioned on the podcast before Dave. multiple times. Yes, David. He actually finished uh, his first half Ironman. Woo! race wow. an Ironman branded event in Augusta Georgia oh he did Augusta yeah nice I know looks super cool yeah. did awesome. he heed all of your advice and your all no. tips and watch your no. channel no. <laughs> no we need to bring him on so that him and Matt can just argue back yeah, and forth banter, banter. it's tough because <laughs> we should we should have a siblings month where you get to just like everybody's gonna bring their sibling yeah, on yeah. and just banter back and forth yeah 
It's tough. Yeah. I mean, he was talking to me about how he got a bucket for his um, transition. Oh, good. And, uh, and it's just like, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, that's awesome. Whatever. It, you know, it works or whatever. And, and I just, I just trying to, trying to remind him, like, just talk to me before you make any purchases. Like, I know you're not going to watch any of my videos on like how to, <laughs> like, <laughs> like thousands of other people like tuning in and like being like, okay, this is what I should do. Great. Bam. Let's do it. And then, you know, he won't even take the time to do that. And he'll just, but anyway, it's you're just I, a dumb little brother. It's yeah. a dumb, that's what it is. Dumb, <laughs> dumb little brother. But he did, you know, the cool thing was, is he did really well on his race. Um, you know, I think he was pretty conservative and stuff on the bike and got out on the run and just kind of, I think he was conservative on the run and got through the whole thing. He said he wasn't, he's been much more sore in marathons and stuff like that Good. than the half, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's still pretty cool. I think he's got the bug enough that he'll, you know, you Uh-oh. know, eventually, I think he, maybe he'll do a couple more hats or something like that, but I think he's just kind of got it. Like, I think he's hooked on the sport. So it's kind of cool. There you go. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. Lance, one last thing. Um, just to share the family love again. Yeah. Hoping to do some more rides with my wife this week. We've okay. got some nice weather, so I'm hoping that she'll come out with me. And um, my oldest daughter is actually traveling through India right now. What? Wow. Where? Where in India? I don't know. She's off on her own program. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but she went That's to the awesome. Taj Mahal, and she oh, so went she's to North uh, India right Agra. now. Yeah. Okay. She went. She's. She's it is not some, easy getting around India no, too. That she's with some hard. tour group, so she's not just okay. Right, okay, good. good. Faking it on her own, but whose okay. Instagram gram count is better, yours or hers? Oh, hers. It's got to be. She's in India right now. No, it's mine. <laughs> 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 All right, we have to errors, errors and omissions. That that could potentially go to errors and omissions. Make a Facebook comment on who you think Instagram is better this at, week. It's <laughs> at Doctor Hep. At Doctor Hep. Yeah, and my daughter is. K Heps. K Heps, okay. That's so much cooler. That's so much cooler than Dr. Heps. K Heps. That's awesome. K Heps. All right, that's enough. All right. My one last thing. This time uh, next week, or actually by the time everybody's listening to this, I will have hopefully gotten my immobilizer off. Yes. And that is going to be a thing of beauty. And this time next week um, will be four months that I've been dealing with this crap. It's been far too long. Uh, I think we're at like day 110 or 111 now. It's just this, it's uh, just he's never got any process. He's so. got it scrolled out on a on a pole out here. It's like you know the jail markings yes. right there. <laughs> <laughs> One more day without being outside on a bicycle. Yeah, I was looking back at some pictures. Or I was looking for something actually. My wife had posted, and she posted a picture when we did a like a little walk thing. It was like my first time being outside walking. I was at five weeks. I'm like. Oh. Man, it feels like so long ago, and I'm still dealing with this crap today. So, but um, I will hopefully get to make some strides. I'm still like dealing with a lot of crap, and I don't want to lament on all this stuff, and it still hurts, and yada yada yada. But I get to make a transition, and I can't tell you how excited I am not to be wearing an immobilizer or sling. Um, I've had one on for almost four months. That just, yeah. it's just, it's terrible. Um, so yeah, I'll be happy to get that thing up. So that's my one last thing. One last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Another show in the books. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, go check us out on Facebook at Dial Podcast mm-hmm. and our social media Instagram page that we don't ever post anything up. Maybe I need to employ you guys to help me out since Dr. Hep over here is the Instagram right. king. Maybe I need to Seriously, make sure yeah. that he's got access and he's posting stuff up because all I'm doing is posting pictures of like me riding on Zwift and that's just not glorious <laughs> at all. So we, need a, we need a touch of glorious in that. So. But you can check us out on Instagram at Dial Podcast as well. Um, Matt, thank you for coming back Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Evan, good to have you back in the studio. Yes, sir. Lance, 
as always, thank you for coming back for more. My pleasure. You guys are the best. You guys really do. This is the highlight of my week. So, And everybody, thank you for listening. You guys are the best as well. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Bye.